All right, well, hi, welcome. I don't even want to know if I can even say welcome to another episode because <laughs> I'm like so mentally disturbed right now. Um, but this is a struggle of being Christian and accepting the things that are going to be happening. And are you ready? I just woke up from a dream and I literally, I, I felt like I needed to record this, do something. I'm going to write it down, um, but I felt like I needed to share the urgency of what I felt. Um, in the dream, my ex-husband invited me to come to church and I know he hasn't been to church in a while, uh, probably in a couple of years, him and his wife. and um. They invite me, I bring my son, and I had this feeling that my little son, his his grandmother, who has nothing to do with my ex-husband, and her daughter's going to be there, and um, I was like trying to avoid them in the dream, and I had to go back out with somebody to their car to go get something out, and lo and behold, there they were coming out, parked right next to us, and I started laughing, I was like, uh rolling my eyes and I'm like, oh, that's right, I'm get back in. <laughs> that was my thought. And as soon as I'm walking up the stairs back into the church, the mother says something. She calls me by the wrong name on purpose. And then she says my right name, like as if I didn't notice. And of course I cursed in the dream. I was like, you know, F you. Under my breath, she's like, what do you say? I was like, oh, nothing. It's good to see it <laughs> or something like that. And, um, uh, I go back into church. I'm trying to find my ex-husband. So I can tell him, look, taking my son, we're leaving now. He was like, no, no, you should stay. And I'm like, you know, no, you know, I want to leave. And my son doesn't want to go. So I was like, you know what? Fine. You can stay with him. Y'all enjoyed the church service. And as I'm getting ready to leave, I see his aunt and which is her daughter. And I'm like, oh, what do you like about this church? And she was like, actually, I don't really like this church. Um, I guess she was saying to the extent that, you know, I guess she's just not moved there. But she didn't go into detail about what I took from it is, you know, hey, it's just a church where people come there. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you're not feeling the, it's just a building where people come to worship. It's not really the, I guess you can say the spirit of the Lord is in it. And, um. We step outside, and first I notice there's one sun. Then I look up, and I realize there's two suns shining. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's that's Nibiru. That's the planet X. And I was kind of curious about this stuff maybe like three years ago. But I really stopped looking to it until I saw a video recently that actually showed news clips of this planet X showing up into the, you know, the solar system. Anyway, I see the two things up in the sky, and I'm like, oh my gosh, pulling my cell phone out. I'm getting ready to um, take a picture of it. I took a picture of it, or a video, whatever I did, one of those. And I look up again, and now it's three things I noticed, but they actually had shapes, circles in them. So it was three things that looked like planets, but they had circles in them. And they were kind of coming close together 
you know, almost triangular, but not really. And, um, I just had this feeling of fear like come over me, like something not good is about to happen. And I don't know, outside, all of a sudden there was snow on the ground. And then the ground, the snow started bubbling. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the acid. And then I was in front of my truck and tires of my truck literally like deflated. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, it might be acid. Let me jump in the car. And what I think was, it was, whatever was going on, it melted, it was radiating heat or something like that, and it melted all the snow. And I jumped in the car, sitting in it, and it's like, you know, when your cars are parked on the side of the street. And all of a sudden, this other car in front of me slides back and bumps into me and knocks me. And the cars start, the cars start like sliding down the hill. And it keeps sliding all the water belted and all of that and that car bumping me. And all of a sudden it goes into the center of this area where the car starts spinning around in a circle. And all of a sudden I notice there's some kind of orb in the middle that's on the ground and it's radiating this red light in the middle. And the cars are just circling around. And I remember thinking I wanted to lock the car doors, but the the automatic switch thing on the car that's on the inside of locked the car, all the car doors wouldn't lock it. I had to individually lock them. And but at that time, the car was moving. I was scared. I wasn't thinking about doing none of that. And then I woke up. And I woke up crying. And literally, I just woke up thinking about Jonah. Because before I went to bed, I was reading this book. On the cover, it says... Um, 40 days prayer and devotion to prepare for the second coming. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. I picked it up at Goodwill. But on the back, it says, um, do you feel the re need to reach out to other Christians? Uh, sorry. Do you feel the need to reach out to others for Christ? And if so, you come to the right place. This book contains 40 days of devotional studies designed to strengthen your relationship with Christ and enable you to lead others to him. And I just thought it was interesting, but one of the things on here, it says, why 40 days? It says the Bible tells us several significant events that took place in the span of 40. And um, it's the rain fell for 40 days during the flood. Moses was on Mount Sinai with God for 40 days. The Israelite spies took 40 days to explore the promised land. Jonah warned Nineveh for 40 days. And when I woke up, it the thought of Jonah warning Nineveh for 40 days popped into my head. And if you read, I, I can't remember exactly because it was over three years ago when I read this about um, Nineveh. Something was showing up in the sky or something that was like messing with the, the weather. And it kind of... <laughs> It kind of puts you in the mindset of Planet X coming and disrupting our weather, the earthquakes, mountain crumbling, all this stuff, all the signs you read in there. And I'm going to have to look it up for myself now. Um, but anyway, Jonah was in charge of going to Nineveh and telling them to repent of their sins. And before I went to sleep last night, I was listening to this 
YouTube video was talking about tell people to repent. The nation needs to repent. The nation needs to repent. And I'm thinking to myself, what does it matter? Like people are hard headed. They're not going to repent. Not for the nation. They're not going to repent for their sins. They're going to see all this stuff coming and they're not even going to think twice about it. I'm like, what's the point? And I think God was just showing me the point of why we need to repent. Um, why we need to repent as a nation. Like, I came out of that dream thinking to myself, I can't allow anybody. I don't care what they say to me. I don't care what they do. I cannot allow nobody to let me leave the church. And to me, I, thought, I saw the church as a, as the presence of God. Of course, you don't want to be what God's not either. But I thought about it. I, was like, I don't need to have anybody making me leave the presence of God where I'm going to be meeting up with something else that I don't want to because I literally just woke up with the more scariest feeling that um that presence that I felt that was not a presence that I wanted to be I that was not something I wanted to be in the presence of um it just was not but what was weird was the sky started even though I went outside and it was daytime, the sky, after seeing those two suns in the sky, the sky started turning dark. <sighs> Man, all I know, it just put me in the, in the mind frame of don't let anybody, don't let anybody make you sin. They are not worth it. They're not. Don't let anybody's anger, don't let anybody's smart mouth, don't let anybody's attitude, or their nasty attitude or the derogatory comments, don't let none of them bring you out of the presence of God. You need to be praying over yourself now. You need to be praying over yourself that you remain in the presence of God because whatever is coming, you need to... Make sure you put on all the armor to make sure you can withstand what is about to, what's on its way. And you can't do it on you. You can't. I've already tried to do it on my own. So I can literally say you can't. I've tried to do this thing on my own and it's, and I've done nothing but suffer in my life. And the crazy thing is I'm about to be 40. So that's so why I was like, this is kind of weird. And pick up this book. And then I was thinking to myself, before I picked up the book, I was like, you know, I should do a 40 day fast I haven't done one in a long time like a long time matter of fact the last time I did a 40 day fast I was getting ready to turn turn 30 and was the first one I ever did oh wow this is wow So, yeah, so I bought, I saw that, and you know, God just sends you signs. And it was just one of those things, okay, I'm getting ready to turn 40. I saw this 40-day book, and then I heard it been mentioned somewhere else about a 40-day fast, I believe. And I was like, you know what? Okay, clearly, like, oh, and then, <laughs> same day, at, still at Goodwill, um, I purchased two of them, which was, um, what's his name? Pastor Rick Warren. Um, the 
a purpose-driven life, that's a 40-day thing to read for you know 40 days, one chapter, one chapter a day. And the devotional that goes along with it, the journal, so you can write you write in the journal. So that was three 40s all in the same hour because I was in a little book area and found all three of those. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just making me think like it's something coming. Um, be prepared. Be prepared. Don't let nobody pull you into anger. Do not let anybody pull you into sin. This is not the time. Don't let your temptation get, get the best of you. This is not the time. This is a time to stay in the presence of God. You need to be reading. You need to be asking him to forgive you. Like whoever pissed you off, you had to add to it. Them. You can't stand them. They did you wrong. They hurt you in the most severe way possible. Forgive them. This is not the feeling I just got when I woke up. All the attitude I've ever had towards her. I was like, oh my gosh, it's not worth it. And I just woke up like, forgive me, forgive me. It is not worth it. I don't care how nasty people are to you and they think they're the right. It is not worth it. Even if they are God, quote unquote, you know, godly, but still bringing on nastiness towards you. Forgive them. Pray for, for God to forgive you for all the nasty thoughts you thought towards them. Forgive them. It is not worth it. If you're listening to this right now, I'm telling you, this is not the time. I don't care if whatever Jesus coming doesn't show up in the next, you know, 20 years, 20 days, 20 years, whatever. This is not the time because you don't know when your time is coming and you won't be here anymore. And you will have no opportunity to say, you know what, Lord, forgive me. For the stuff that I've done. This is the time. And I don't know. The thought came to my mind. At the end of the dream. You know. Lord save me. That's just how. How. Whatever that is. That's coming. I'm like. We ain't ready for it. And it just made me think of Jonah. And I'm like. Did I just think that on purpose? No. You know, like, because Jonah went to warn those people to repent, because they were sinning. And I know over here, we are sinning, well, probably all over the world, we are sinning. Definitely in this country. We're not ready for what's coming. But it doesn't mean you can't repent even if we're not ready just repent man your soul's got to be ready because that's the only thing that matters you got to be right with god you got to be right with jesus there's no time there's no time time's up there's no time for anger there's no time for resentment there's no time for 
bitterness, even if the other person did you dirty. Pray for them. Pray for them to come to the to commit their lives fully to God, to Jesus. Like there is no time to be angry at one another. I ain't telling you to be best friends with people. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is no time to be angry with them. You can forgive them. You can pray for them from a distance. You can pray pray for them to to see to come to God fully, to stop sinning, to seek Him, to be free of any bonds that the devil has on them, for them to all be cast down in Jesus' name. Like you, this is the time to be praying over people you know, not just over yourself. This is the time for you to be praying for siblings, for ex-boyfriends or ex-husbands and wives. This is the time to be praying over people, your co-workers who piss you off and get on your nerves. This is the time for you to be praying for people and pray for the Lord to forgive you. And if you sin, this is the time for you to stop. Jesus said it. Go and sin no more. This is your chance. Stop sinning. Go and sin no more. You have to willingly choose not to do these things. <sighs> man, just that feeling. Like, it was not a good feeling, man. That was scary. Like, I literally woke up crying. And I felt like I had to share this because how can I not? Something's coming. And the question is, are you even ready? And if you're not, get started now. Do not wait. You don't have time. You, you just don't. What are you doing to get prepared and to at least like Pray for the other people around you so they can, too, start feeling to be led by the Holy Spirit. Like, even if they don't know that that's the Holy Spirit leading them. Like, we're called to pray for people. Pray for folks. I don't care how much you hate them. Pray for them. In the end, if God is, not even if, God's our Father, then that means all the other knuckleheads that we don't like also are our brothers and sisters. <laughs> Oh, man. So pray for folks. Anyway, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.